just a quick note before this episode of the Michael Rothstein Show gets started. Unlike other episodes, we're recording this live after the Lions lost to Minnesota, and we're doing it on a little bit of different equipment. So if you hear some crackling and the sound quality isn't quite what you've come to expect from us, we're working on it. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Michael Rothstein Show, and hope you enjoy what you hear after the Lions' 20-7 loss to Minnesota. Greetings from inside U.S. Bank Stadium after the Detroit Lions' 20-7 loss to Minnesota, Detroit's sixth loss in a row. This is the Michael Rothstein Show, post-game edition after the Lions' loss to the Vikings. And it's really, at this point, tough to start anywhere. It's the same thing every week for Detroit. An offense that right now is intermittent with David Blau. A defense that can't really stop anyone, although they did show some promise in the second half. Something that players were really encouraged by after the game. And special teams that once again had miscues at inopportune times, including Matt Prater with a rare field goal miss, Chris Lacey mishandling a kick return. Altogether, it's basically why the Lions are where they are, which is 3-9-1 out of the playoffs, clinching last place once again. And it's actually the first time since 2008 and 2009 that's the changing regime between Matt Millen and Martin Mayhew, the 0-16 team, and then the 2-14 team. That was Matthew Stafford's first year that the Lions will be in last place in back-to-back years in their division. It's one of the few times in the modern era, actually, that that has happened to Detroit for all of the club's failures throughout the modern era of the NFL since the merger They've generally been able to at least be in third place every other year, if not better. And this year, this era with Matt Patricia has led to nothing but being in last place and being frustrated with it. And you can hear that in the voices of the coaches and in the voices of the players after their sixth straight loss. At this point, it's kind of on repeat all the time. They're asked the same questions. They give the same answers. Matt Patricia gives a similar message almost every single week, which is just keep working. And the players I spoke with after the game all seem to still buy into that message. Taylor Decker said that, yeah, it's the message is the same week after week, but it also has validity because... It's really the only way they can get better. And that was something that was echoed by Tracy Walker and echoed by Devon Kennard. They still seem to believe in what Matt Patricia is preaching, even though the results clearly aren't showing on the field. This game was a little bit different than the others in that the Lions didn't lead at all in this game for the first time all season. Minnesota pretty well handled them, and while the score was what it was, Realistically, Minnesota probably could have named its score at some point before it looked like they pulled back a little bit. Not that they would ever admit that or anything like that, but they used Alexander Matson more than maybe they would have if it was a closer game. It was a game that obviously the Vikings just wanted to be able to get out of with a win, 
And they were able to do that. And really, once they took a 10 nothing lead, it seemed like it was almost insurmountable at that point for the Lions to overcome, especially because David Blau came right back to earth after a really good Thanksgiving game. And at this point, you probably are starting him the rest of the season. Your other option is Kyle Slaughter. It doesn't make sense to bring in a veteran at this point with three games left. And really, as far as record and playoffs and all that, there's no shot at an over 500 record. There's no shot at the playoffs. There's no shot of even getting out of last place. So to bring in a vet would not make much sense with three weeks left. So the Lions are probably going to roll with David Blau unless for some reason Matthew Stafford comes back, and I still wouldn't understand why that would be. And maybe this is just a bad day for them because, look, the Lions have not matched up with the Vikings well, even when they had Matthew Stafford earlier this year or in years past. And it's just a team that has such a good defense most times, including Sunday, that it doesn't always fit well for the Lions, even when they have all their pieces out there, let alone Blau. And I thought Blau played better as the game went along because the first few drives for him were really tough. I mean, you look at that first drive of the game and it really set the tone for Detroit throughout the day. Batted pass, batted pass, sack, punt. And that's how pretty much the first half went for Detroit. At one point, Blau, I think, was one of six for 18 yards. The Lions had 13 yards total in the first quarter. And it just really wasn't working for them at all and they just couldn't get going a couple players said hey listen we've been starting slow except for the fact that's not that's not always been the case in the six straight losses and the losses in nine of the last ten they've actually started fast in a lot of those games which has been kind of surprising that this was an opposite this was more to me of a Jim Caldwell-esque loss in that under Jim Caldwell the Lions started slow a lot and then they would come back late and a lot of times would get victories under Patricia it's been a lot of starting fast and then struggling in the fourth quarter you saw that in losses to Kansas City losses to Green Bay even in their loss at home to Minnesota and that just wasn't the case today and when I watched the game it didn't feel like they were quitting and players after the game said no that wasn't the case at all Devon Kennard was actually very very adamant that he felt like Detroit hasn't quit at all their players are still fighting really hard and you saw that toward the end of the game you saw that with how many players got hurt in the game and then came back in if a team's going to quit if a team's going to fold up shop they're not going to fight to come back in the game even with minor injuries because you make business decisions you be smart about your future guys like jared davis came back in the game guys like a sean robinson came back in the game tracy walker made it sound like he would have wanted to come back in the game after he got hurt late Bo scarborough ran really hard he wanted to get back in there although was told that he wasn't going to be coming back in so you look at those things and that to me is a good sign for the overall picture of the Lions, but it's a very small good sign in comparison to the overarching way the Lions are playing right now and have under Matt Patricia. Martha Ford, as usual, was here. So was Rod Wood. They've been at every game 
so far and they're going to have decisions to make. It's something we've talked about a lot on this podcast that they need to figure out what they're going to do in the future. Do they still believe in Matt Patricia's message? Do they still believe that he is the guy that can turn this franchise around and weigh the evidence is mounting, at least when it comes to the ultimate prize, which is a Super Bowl. And granted, the Lions are a long way off from that at this point. But when it comes to those things, history is not on the Lions' side at all. When you look at the numbers, most Super Bowl winning coaches have at least gone 500 in one of their first two years, if not gone well over that. And Matt Patricia right now is actually toward the bottom end of Lions coaches in the modern era when it comes to winning percentage. No, and this is a franchise that has never even been to the Super Bowl. So he's among the worst of the worst on a franchise that has never really won consistently. So when you look at all of that, you have to have some concern about the future of this franchise without a doubt. And it's going to lead to decisions that have to be made one way or the other by Rod Wood and Martha Ford three weeks from now. So at this point, the Lions are probably going to play out the string. They want wins. They want to try and win a game or two. And players are adamant about it. They're sick of losing. Devon Kennard was talking to me after the game, and I mentioned him a few times, and he was really passionate about wanting a win. He hates this feeling over and over that again that he has of loss after loss. It's not something he's felt all that much in his career. A lot of these guys on this team, especially guys that have come from New England, like Trey Flowers, haven't. Trey Flowers is incredibly frustrated as well. He doesn't know what to say at this point when you ask him questions after the game because he's never experienced anything like this in the NFL. And it's a team at this point that's running out of time and has no answers for how to fix things other than what Matt Patricia keeps telling them, which is keep working. The question is whether that work is going to be enough. Thanks as always for listening to the Michael Rothstein show. Our sponsor Regents field 204 South main street. Go there, check out to watch lions games. They have them on every Sunday. You can get great food there, including some gluten free options and you can play darts and you can have ski ball for free. You can even record a podcast there during the week, just like I do on Tuesday nights. And feel free to come by and check out a future taping. You can chat with me there and also ask whatever questions you want. Occasionally, we'll have guests live there as well instead of over the phone. You can check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Regents Field. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Michael Rothstein Show, post-game edition. We'll do this at the end of every game for the rest of the season. And talk to you next on Wednesday.